to the NFL. What's up, party people in the house? We are back. It's Dynasty War Games. I'm your host, Jesse Schneeman. And of course, on brand, technical difficulties at the start. <laughs> I clicked go live before the before the countdown stopped. And <laughs> as always, usually, I'm joined by the most loyal, the most faithful co-host on the planet, Mike Casper. Major Mike Casper. How you doing tonight? What's up, Jesse? It's a little overboard. It's been a while, but yeah, good to be well, back. Would, would, do you want me to do this a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I've been a little under the weather. Uh, well, I was a couple weeks ago, so we missed the show. And then last week, the Eagles just floored me, and I was in no, I was in no condition. So we kind of put that one off as well. I've, I'm, I'm recovering. The world has a little bit of color left in it, or, or coming back into it, I guess. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm here to talk football, and you guys are going to like bring me back, right? You bring me back to life. Sounds good. But, uh, all right, so also joining us this evening is a special guest. This is one of the newest DWZ Patreon members. Austin, I forgot to ask you how to say your last name. Is it Schaefer or Schaefer? Schaefer, yep. Schaefer, okay. Nice German guy like me. <laughs> All right, so Austin, welcome. Welcome to DW, DWG. Uh, so tell us a little bit, a bit about yourself, where you're from, who you root for, and uh, how long you've been playing Dynasty. And what brought you to us? Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm Austin Schaefer. If you know anything about Pennsylvania, you know there's Philly, Pittsburgh, and then a bunch of random cities. I'm from a random city called Reading, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. an hour away from Philly. Um, I'm a diehard Bears fan. Um, you don't hear that a lot coming from near Philly. Um, yeah, go Birds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, long story short, Jesse, I'm pretty sure you know this, but a former Bears player, uh, John Gilmore, tight end, wasn't anything to brag about, but my grandmother worked with his cousin, uh, and then his cousin got John to come to my house, sign the football for me, and long story short, I've been a Bears fan since. Okay, that'll do um, it. Yeah, it, it was amazing, to be honest. Um, I've been playing Dynasty since 2018. Um, and just a little backstory there. I play, I've been playing redraft since I was like eight years old. I remember helping my dad draft his team, and my first pick ever was Ricky Williams, I think. Um, wow, nice. Yeah. I had I had Ricky Williams. I drafted Ricky Williams. Yeah, I, I don't it's, – it's funny because my whole, like, immediate family is Dolphins fans, and then somehow I just kind of strayed away, which I'm, I'm kind of proud of myself for that. But I knew that he was a Dolphins fan, so I had to get Ricky there. Um, but no, I've been playing since 2018. Uh, I've been doing redraft, like I said, for, I'm 26, so 18 years, I guess. And then in 2018, I would I just kept going on Google and trying to find like different games where I could like run a team. Mm -hmm. And I kept seeing dynasty football, dynasty fantasy. And eventually I looked into that and I'm like, this is actually really cool. Um, and so it's been about five years since I've been doing that. Um, and the whole reason I found um, uh, uh, the Warzone and War Games, I, I don't know which podcast it was, but I was listening to it, and I believe Memphis was on there. And I was like, this guy actually is pretty cool. 
Um, I, I went on my podcast app and searched the war zone, found him. And then I was like, you know what? Let's look at the Patreon. And I joined. And like I told you before we started this, I got a random team um, in one of the leagues. So uh, I've been having a great time since. And I'm really glad I joined. Right on. It's you're one of the most active guys. Well, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> the most active guy. Yeah, there we go. There That's we go. awesome. You brought a lot to us. Asking questions, mm-hmm. uh, answering questions, um, sharing stuff about your life. That's what the chat's all about. Um, one thing you got definitely correct is Memphis is a cool guy. Yeah. So if it weren't for Memphis, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. So yeah. Yeah. big friend of ours. And yeah, you, you kind of touched on something we've got going in Dynasty Warzone right now. And that's if you join the Patreon, it's a bargain at the moment. You have to hit Memphis up for the for the actual prices. But, you know, it's less than a cup of coffee a, a week. Yeah. Actually, it's pretty cheap. And you get a free orphan in one of our Patreon leagues. Um, I think the two that I commission are full. Yeah, they're full. But uh, <clears throat> we've definitely got four more available. So, like I said, if you join, uh, you get a free orphan. And then I think Memphis is running another special as far as the price of the Patreon goes as well. You have to hit him up. But um, at DWZ underscore Memphis, I believe, on Twitter. So hit him up about that. Um, it's an amazing community. And this is one of the things we like to do is have Patreon members on our podcast and get to know them a little bit and just get a little different par- perspective, mm-hmm. you know. Even though Mike and Chad and I haven't really been recording a lot, we still talk to each other on a constant basis. You know, we have our own chat and we text each other. So we like to make sure that, you know, we, we have different opinions on. We, we like to make sure that our opinions don't start to sound like each other. You know? So with that in mind, our exercise tonight, I mean, of course, we have to play a game. So our game tonight is a mock draft. We are going to do a startup mock uh, super flex tight end premium, 12 teams, and we're just going to rotate. Sounds cool. good. If anybody hears laughter in the background, my wife had a special gummy, edible gummy, and is watching America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> so I keep hearing her laughing. I thought that was a dog barking, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. All right, so actually we didn't um, determine a draft order. So I'm thinking of a number from 1 to 20. Closest to the number gets the first pick. Austin, since you're the guest, you get the pick. You get the guest first. I have a reason for this guess. I'm going to say 2000. Or, oops, I just gave up my guess. Uh, 18. 18. Mike? Seven. Seven is a really good guess because that's the Slim Reaper. <laughs> John Elway. It's not, uh, <laughs> it's not correct, <clears throat> but you're closer. The number was 11. Oh, wow. Oh, he's open. Number 11, throw it AJ to him. Brown. Yes, sir. <laughs> already seen the debate in the chat today there, so. Right on. All right, so, Mike, you get number one. Austin, you get number two. I get number three, and then we'll just kind of uh, repeat after that. Cool. We'll get through as many as we can. I want to talk about the players a little bit after we make the pick, but obviously, you know, what we normally do is we'll talk about a player and figure out his value, mm-hmm. but if we picked him, that's his value, right? Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, Mike, who is the 101 in a dynasty startup? 
I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes. Um, Yep. He does the most with the least, I feel like. (laughs) Besides Kelsey, I just feel like there wasn't a whole lot there this year, and he's still putting up elite numbers. So imagine if Sky Moore and some other folks are able to kind of open the floodgates of that offense. It's kind of scary, but um, always putting up elite numbers. So pretty. Yeah. So that's something I I do want to talk about a bit with Mahomes. I mean, obviously, he is, he's, he's, I guess he's the, He's the greatest in the game now. Whatever the anagram is, he's not the goat. He's the he's the get get in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I want to talk about his weapons a little bit, Mike. You, you you just mentioned Sky Moore. Do you think do you think he's got a, like a real chance of of being a an, an actual weapon for them next year? Because I mean, he was he wasn't shit. He was kind of like the only first round bust this year in the rookie drafts. Um, I don't know because I, I I think Juju's going to want to come back. I don't think there's going to be much of a market for him, even though the wide receiver free agents are not anything special. Maybe so. Maybe someone else uh, ponies up for him, but I I think he knows he's probably best with Mahomes than anywhere else. Um, so if Juju resigns there, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Well, Nicole um, and Marcus Valdez is they're both free agents as well. Yeah, no, MVS isn't. Yeah, yes. But, oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, he's not a two-year deal. Yeah, yeah. two-year deal. But I think he's cut. <clears throat> I think is the deal. Okay, maybe. I guess we'll see, right? But Yeah, right on. Uh, I, you know, that that 31 pick that they have is actually right in the range where you could get a you could get a Zay Flowers or, I don't know, Josh Downs is really projected to go in the first, but maybe Boutte, something like that. I mean, I doubt Addison or – you know, I doubt any of the top three guys fall to that fall that far. But yeah, I don't think yeah. so either. I don't think so. Yeah. So what what's the outlook for Sky Moore next year, Austin? Well, like, see, I, I'm not really convi- or convinced that Juju will come back. I mean, obviously, it'd be best for him to come back. Uh, but like you kind of hinted, uh, MVS isn't really anything. Uh, to be honest, when he joined the Chiefs, I got really high on him. Um, he kind of let me down, and then Nicole. I think he's a decent player, but he's just nothing to brag about. Um, and obviously, if Kelsey comes back, I mean, I've heard rumors that since they won the Super Bowl, he's going to want to like end on a high note. So if that happens, I could see him being like the third um, option in that offense. Obviously, if Kelsey comes back, it's a totally different scenario. Um, I think he's shown some flashes like with his speed, he has decent hands. I think that hopefully during the whole year being under Reed, he actually learned some things and has progressed. So hopefully next year he jumps up. Speaking about his hands, he had good hands in college. And let's not forget that he had the largest hands in the wide receiver class last year. So there, and also like he's got physical traits, speed, um, really long wingspan. Uh, As I, as I said last year, uh, his arms look like they're going to touch his ankles when he's just standing straight up. Mm-hmm. So, all right. All right, Austin, who you got at number two? Well, 102 is pretty obvious. Um, I'm going to do Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Mahomes. There's nothing much really to say. Um, the only – so, like, for me personally, I think Mah- for for a while, I think Allen was the 101 for me. But after seeing what Mahomes did this year with basically no options besides Kelsey – um, he should be the one-on-one now. But Allen, 
Uh, really, he only has digs. Could you consider Dawson Knox? Yeah, sure. But I just mean he, he he's big. He's like the archetype quarterback, in my opinion. He's mm-hmm. like big, tall. He can run. He can pass. Um, there's nothing much really else to say. I just think he's a great quarterback. And at the 102, I think that's pretty good. Pretty good value. Yeah, clearly yeah. number two. I mean, clearly the number two dynasty overall, right? Yeah. Any any objections there? Nope. All right. right on. All right, so I, I know that there's a little bit of conversation about his, his weapons, whether they'll add a running back or not. I'm pretty sure they're going to add a running back and let Singletary walk. Yeah, I think so too. Um, as far as the wide receivers, it'd be nice if they added one. I think Gabe Davis is a really good number three, um, and obviously Stefan Diggs is number one. They need a really good – Number two guy that can get open out of the slot. Yeah, they have two really good outside guys. Um, you know, Dawson Knox good in the red zone. Yeah. All right. So number three, this is tough. Um, this is where it actually, you know, yeah, urges a bit. Uh, for me, it hurts, but I could see Burrow um, and maybe Herbert here. But for me, it hurts because of the dual threat. Um, best offensive line in football. I don't think anything's changing with that offense anytime soon. Um, losing Shane Steichen or not. Uh, Jalen Hurts is – I mean, this time last year, I I, w- I traded him for Mac Collins uh, – uh, not Mac Collins. Actually, I was say, wow. <laughs> Mac Jones in a second. This time last year, I traded him for. That's how, that's how little I believed in him, you know, as Mike can attest. But – yeah. Well, seems believing. I mean, he is a stud. And I believe he's only going to get better. You know, the guy, he works hard. He studies. He made a huge leap from year two to year three. And, you know, I think there's another leap in him. Well, yeah. Any objections? Mike, would you would you take him or would you take Burrow? I would take Burrow, personally. Okay. Why? Um, mainly, I, I don't know, just <laughs> – I. I guess they just have more trust in Burrow. I, I do think he's a better passer um, overall. For sure, yeah. I mean, the weapons, now that you think about it, are kind of similar. I guess you could say Chase and Higgins. And then you've got, uh, obviously, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. So, Plus um, Goddard. What's that? Plus Goddard. That yeah. I mean, I guess Mixon is better than any running back the Eagles have. So Yeah, um, but – yeah, no, I guess it, I guess it is closer where I thought, and then with the with the uh, running capability, yeah. But I was in the same boat as you. I I drafted a lot of Jalen Hurts second round. I had him as rookie year. I sold him relatively high um, because I was afraid that he wasn't going to get a contract extension. Um, yeah, same. So now now I got like two shares. You know, was able to get some back, but um, yeah, left holding the bag. He proved me wrong, but I'll, I'll admit it. Right on. Who would you take here, Austin? So I'm kind of with Mike. Um, I'm not – so according to ADP, Joe Burrow is 103. But for me personally, Mahomes now is by himself, and then it's three quarterbacks in the second tier for me. It's Allen, Burrow, Hurts. Obviously, but like we said, Joe Burrow is the better passer. Uh, but, I mean, Jalen Hurts is he's, – he's throwing the ball pretty well. Obviously, he has more of a, 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 a the um, rushing capability. I, I I can't really make a case for either. If I was at 103 and I had to pick one of these guys, I'd take the whole clock to think about it. Um, 
I'm not saying your pick is bad. I'm not saying I would have taken Burrow. It's just they're, they're way too close for me. Yeah, very close. Maybe a good chance to uh, trade down if yeah. you start up. Trade down one spot. Mm-hmm. If the guy behind you happens to be high on one of those two players, you know, obviously don't take, don't tell them who you're looking at. Right, yeah. And just see if you can get anything to trade down one spot. I, I, I would take a third-round rookie pick probably, right? Yeah. Anything that's of any value – to, for you to make the decision for me if I have neck and neck. Yeah. Right on. All right, Mike, who you got it for? Yeah, I'll take Joe Burrow here. Yeah. Um, a four kind of what All we right. talked about earlier. So Yeah, so we discussed Burrow. I, I don't think much is going to change this year. Um, we'll see what happens with Higgins. Um, he's definitely – He's definitely under a cheap contract this year, though, so they're not trading. Yeah. Right. I, I don't think they're going to let him walk. So, yeah, I think they would be. I think they would be a huge mistake. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right on. All right, Austin, you got it five. Okay, so here's where I make a decision where no one's going to like it. Uh, I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. and I know I'm, I don't know if that's popular or not. It is to me, obviously. Um, I just like Trevor. He, he's is he 23 now or is he younger? Um, keep talking and I'll look it up. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's 23, but I mean, he's played well last year, like really well. Um, he's getting uh, a, a Ridley back or he's getting Ridley now. Um, yeah, right. Kirk, Cous- or not Kirk Cousins. Um, yeah, he's 23. Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, there you go. <laughs> uh, he played really well last year. I know when he got signed um, by the Jaguars with that big contract, he kind of, blew up in a sense like no one thought he was worth that money but I mean just looking at him last year he looked really good um he has ETN in the backfield who's supposed to be a pass catcher but they're not really giving him given those opportunities um I just think with uh Doug Peterson as a head coach he's really molding Trevor into a really great player um and that's pretty much why I'm taking Trevor here right on I get that I personally would would have taken Herbert mm. Uh, I have Trevor as the next quarterback after Herbert, personally. Um, I, that's probably unpopular. Other people have Fields, I'm sure, mm-hmm. um, and maybe even Lamar. But also, well, I'll let uh, I'll talk about it when I make my pick. But yeah, I would have taken Herbert. Mike, wh- who would you take here? Uh, I would have taken Herbert as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if I'm the number six team, I'm pretty ecstatic that Herbert fell to me. Because otherwise, you know, if it's if I'm picking between Trevor Lawrence and Jefferson or Chase, I'm probably taking Chase, Chase or Jefferson. Those guys are neck and neck for me too. It's really hard between the two of them. In fact, I might try to trade down here again and get anything, um, and trade down the eight and get whatever's left over for me, or trade down the seven, I guess. But if both of those guys are there. Yeah. 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 I like it. All right. One, two, three, one, two, three. All right, Mike, who you got at seven? Back on to me. Um, this is where I think it gets kind of a little bit interesting. I feel like there's a big break in the quarterback tier yeah. after this. Yeah. Um, so this is where I probably either take a quarterback I really believe in or um or go up the first wide receiver off the board. So Playing the room, though, I think I'm going to take the first wide receiver off the board. So I'm going to go Justin Jefferson here and, and take him 
the 107. Yeah. yeah, I can't argue with that. That's the that's what I would have done, either him or Chase. Yeah. What about you, Austin? No, yeah. And I, I've done about 20 startups uh, for Dynasty so far since the season ended. Oh, wow. um, and yet, <laughs> no, I, I get addicted. It's it's a problem. But no, at the 107, this is pretty much where I, I always see uh, Jefferson go. Um, yeah, to me, he is the wide receiver one. And then I have Chase. Um, you can make an argument. It's, it's like you said, uh, Jesse, you, you can make an argument either way. But no, I, I think this is a really solid pick. I have Chase slightly above Jefferson because of the quarterback. That, that's a fair point. Just and, and not even that I think – I mean, Burrow is a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. Um, Kirk Cousins is plenty functional, but how long is he going to be there? He's right. old and tied to a humongous quarter, uh, contract. So, yeah. like, I just Chase, – Chase's situation is a little more stable. Um, yeah. Just put something up from Brian Ford said in chat. Fun fact, Will Levis is a little over three months older than Trevor Lawrence. That's wild. That is wild. <laughs> and he's uh, – Wow. And he wants to be the quarterback three this year, huh? Uh, about Will Levis. We'll see. All right. So, uh, Austin, you're up. Um, now, like I said, I've done plenty of startups. So, whenever Jefferson goes, the next guy's right after. So, Jamar Chase here. Right on. Um, it's, it's just like pretty much um, – okay. Uh, what we said about Jefferson, he's young, great quarterback thrown in the ball, great offense that schemes him in really well. Um, there's nothing much really else to say, but do you guys remember during the preseason when he couldn't catch a ball? And yeah, that, with, his rookie year, yeah, yeah that, <laughs> that white, was the white stripe. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, what is going on? But <laughs> obviously, when it came to the regular season, that changed immediately. So that's one of the craziest preseason things yeah. in a few years. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, the, the preseason is just hilarious to me. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll never forget that year. I was doing a redraft with my, my work buddies. And when that happened, I'm like, I'm definitely not taking this guy. And then the guy that did take him, I don't even think he made the playoffs, but if I would have had him, my championship winning team would have been a lot better. <laughs> wow. Give me a lot better than winning. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm up. So, a couple choices here. Um, my next wide receiver would be A.J. Brown. I think there are better choices, though. Um, you could take RB1, whoever's RB1 for you. Um, we do have, by the way, rookie picks in this. So, uh, B. John Robinson is on the board if I wanted to take him or Christian McCaffrey. Um, you know, I'm not sure who other people consider to be their RB1. Um, Jonathan Taylor, for me, followed closely by Bijan, um, and then McCaffrey, and then probably Brees and Walker. And anyway, but I, I just, any, none of those guys really, to me, present more value than a quarterback here. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think there's a single running back that I would take. And I, and I think the third wide receiver is not as valuable as so the quarterbacks that I'd truly be considering here would be Lamar, Justin Fields, 
And that's about it. I mean, I'm not taking Kyler Murray with his ACL in the first round over those two guys. And Dak is at least one tier lower, probably two. Um, The only quarterback that I like better from an NFL standpoint on the board right now than those two guys would be two. But I just value-wise, if I'm sitting there at 109, even if I don't want to go to war with Lamar – I can get more for Lamar than I can for Tua, so that's who I'm going with. Uh, well, actually, Lamar or, well, same thing goes for Fields. It's really hard between yeah. them. I'm going to go Lamar because I've seen him be a good quarterback in the NFL. He's, he's, he's been a better passer than Fields so far. Fields, crazy enough to say, might be a better rusher than, than, than Lamar. Mm-hmm. But I'm going Lamar. Um, I think yeah. he's more well-rounded than Fields. I'm still concerned with Justin Fields is not even a functional NFL quarterback. Yeah. No, man, I thought you were going to pass on Lamar there, Jesse. That's why I didn't go with him I almost with my last did. I almost second so. <laughs> thought it. <laughs> no, I'm going Lamar. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, the value. You know, you guys know that that I'm I'm, I'm afraid of Lamar getting hurt. Mm. That happened to yeah. you, bro. Yeah. Um, I, I just wonder if he has a, you know, a long-term contract if he doesn't get hurt. You know what I mean? Uh yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I would have gone Lamar next as well. So uh, this is where it really gets interesting right here. To be honest, like I would rather trade up into what? So now I'm at the 110. I'd rather have a top nine pick than uh, being at the 10, 11, or 12. Because um, yeah. Fields, I mean, there's lots of chatter about him possibly being traded, right? And mm-hmm. Is it? Oh, I haven't heard that. Austin, oh, yeah. talk to us about that. Well, yeah, there is chatters about it. I mean, if you ask me and the other sensible Bears fans, um, it's really – I think it would be really stupid if they traded him um, just for two main reasons. Number one, they would have to restart with a, a, a different quarterback. So, I mean, Fields has now only one year with this offense, but still one is more than none. And then two, if they traded the first overall pick, you can get a lot more in return than just trading the player, Justin Fields. So both of those reasons, it, it, it just doesn't make any sense um, for them to trade Fields. Um, I, think it's kind of bear, so. I think there's, I think, I think it would make the front office look kind of silly. I don't think that there's any way to recoup the value that he's mm-hmm. really worth to you. No, I mean, we've made a lot of dumb trades in the past. I mean, if you guys remember, was it 2017 or 16 when we traded like a boatload of pictures to move up one spot and get Mitch. So yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, this is, biased. Yeah, it, yeah, I was about to say that um, this is biased, but I think that um, uh, Ryan Poles, I think he knows what he has to do. The issue is, are the owners going to let him do what he wants to do. Um, and I've been saying for years that they need to sell the team. I mean, it's the McCaskies, I think, and they're just old and outdated. I think that they need to sell the team. I, I just think it's interesting with a coach and a GM, right, that didn't draft fields. Yeah. And now they've got the number one pick, so it's really like kind of to – Yeah, that was my question. So they, they did replace pick. the GM since fields was drafted? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that means he's not necessarily safe. Right, yeah, that's true. Um, when, the, when the GM says the number one thing a quarterback needs to work on is throwing the football, <laughs> that's pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad. 
Yeah, you could have said that about Miles Sanders last year. The the number one thing he needed to work on is running the football. Running the football, yeah. I know, right? Uh, it just scares the crap out of me, which makes this pick down charter for me. But all right, who are you taking here, Mike? Um, yeah, I'm gonna go against the grain, I guess, a little bit. Um, I'm. I, I just just feel the situation kind of scares crap out of me. I, I think he'd thrive somewhere, and that probably, but that's fine. I'm going to go with Dak, just with Ooh. a known commodity, a pretty much perennial top 12 guy, as long as he's not hurt and stuff. Curious to see what the offense looks like without a oh, – what's his bucket? Um, that's in L.A. with the Chargers now. Uh, young guy. Kellen Moore. There you go. Kellen Moore oh, is not there anymore. Calling the plays, so um, I think it'd be interesting. I think I don't know. I trust Dak to be honest. I think he could put it on his shoulders. Um, if he throws picks, that's kind of good for fantasy sometimes, right? Because then you're down and you got to throw more, yeah, <laughs> get sure. more touchdowns, right? Yeah. So, specious <laughs> reasoning. I mean, if you throw picks, you get negative points too. Yeah, yeah, but then you get touchdowns to make up for it. And, and he's a he's a dual threat guy too, so that's that's why I go him over. Oh, uh, maybe not guys. anymore. I mean, he was always touchdown dependent as a runner. Yeah, you know, stretch of six touchdowns a year, what three years in a row? But that could be over now. You know, after all these injuries and their large investment, I don't, know, I don't see him running around too much. That's a pretty safe, unspectacular pick right there. That's that's what I would do here rather than I, I don't want to bust on my first round pick and I don't think you could anyone could really see that he is a bust. Yeah, I don't see yeah, he's not a he's not a bust. I just see him as kind of kind of mediocre. But um uh, all right. Austin, you're up. More um, are you swinging for the fences? I think I don't think I have a choice. I think I'm going to go fields here. Um, yeah. Am I a homer? Yeah, probably. Uh, but I think that at the 111, I think this is pretty good for fields. Um, I think in most, of, yeah, I think in most drafts he's not lasting. This yeah. Long. I so I I know his passing is an issue, um, but obviously me, I watched every Bears game last year. I, I've seen him throw stupid passes, yes, but I've also seen him throw balls into a bucket, as they say. I think. He does have true potential to be a great quarterback, um, whether that's passing and running or just passing overall. Um, if you look at his tape from Ohio, he was more prone to throw the ball. Um, I think the issue is this year, What the reason he ran so much, and I don't have the, the stat, but if you watch any games or any, any film or whatever, it seems like as soon as he snapped the ball, the defense was right on him. So without a, a functional – Offensive line, you can't yeah. really blame him for taking off, sure, or, or making stupid passes or anything like that. Um, sure, they did a terrible job protecting him. Last yeah. Time. So, I, mean, I don't know if there's really much else to say. I think that I, again, I'm biased. I think he could be the quarterback of the future. Um, whether that's true or not, we'll find out. And uh, I feel like we've, we've, you know. We, we've said this about a lot of quarterbacks, you know, after a rough start, a lot of running quarterbacks that needed to develop their passing. And, uh, you know, he wasn't even running at this level early in the year. And if, if 
you think back this time last year, everybody was calling him a complete bust. He was a toxic asset. Couldn't give him away, really. Yeah. You know, um, I would say this is a no-brainer pick to me right here just because of the value. Yeah. I, I probably am not going to go in, into week one with Fields as my quarterback one, yeah. but I'm going to draft him here and then try to trade him for the world. Yeah. Or, you know, I'll trade him for a quarterback that I like, like, you know, my boy Tua mm-hmm. um, and something, you know, and something good, a first rounder or whatever I can get. Depends on, you know, depends on the, on the person that really wants Fields. A lot of people just love him and they think he's, you know, just the superstar waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. So if you find that guy in your league, you can get an awful lot from him. I just, just like I said, for the value, it's a no brainer. Yeah. All right. So we're up to pick 12 at this point. So I get two in a row. Uh, I am going to say, no, I'm going to take a quarterback. I could go two quarterbacks and just be done with it. I could. I'm not going to take a running back here because at this point I have AJ Brown is more valuable than any of the running backs on the board. Maybe Waddle as well. Those are the next two wide receivers. But in a super flex, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna set myself up. You know, I. Maybe, maybe I take a. Maybe I don't make the playoffs the first year because I'm taking a hurt quarterback. But Kyler Murray at one twelve is a value for me. We don't know who the OC is yet, do we? Did the Cardinals? Oh, they hired a, an OC today. Did they? Oh, I didn't hear that. I didn't see that. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know who he is. Um, Cardinals hire. Drew Petzing as OC. So, <laughs> um, quarter former Browns quarterbacks coach. Okay. So, uh, okay. Who the hell knows? I guess. He, <laughs> I guess he comes from the Stefanski um, offense, which I, I guess is good for Kyler. Who knows what the offense is going to be? I like Kyler's. I like I like his talent. To me, I, I don't think there's anybody close here, uh, talent wise, left on the board as far as quarterbacks go. So, taking Kyler, dual threat. I'm gonna wait for him to come back. Um, I'm also gonna take Tua. I've been talking about him too much. You guys know I love him. This is probably too early. People probably hate me for this, but I love Tua, and I'm not worried about the. I'm not worried about the concussions personally. Um, at 201, I'm getting a, a locked and loaded top 10 quarterback, which studs the throw to in a, a quarterback friendly offense, Shanahan offense. I, if I'm not worried about the, the concussions, then this is a no brainer. Am I right? Absolutely. What do you think, Mike? I, you know, I don't like Tua. Um, Still? Yeah, still, um, especially with the concussions. Um, I I don't know. I, I would question probably going Watson here um, with full okay. offseason and stuff to go. Um, yeah. I think it'd be interesting. So, um, I like to his weapons better. 
Yeah. 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 No, I see. And he's just a perfect fit for that offense. Hyper accurate, you know, quick throws, crossing routes, that kind of shit. Yeah. So, um, Austin, yeah, you seem to agree. I get it. What's that? You seem to agree. Well, yeah. So let's talk about your Kyler pick. Okay. Um, for me, I, I think at the, the at the 112, I think that that's insane value. I mean, according to the ADP, he is the, the 203. So you are a little early, but that, I, I don't really follow ADP that much I think I I think um, as long as you're okay with and like not having a a a starting quarterback for six weeks yeah is I don't know how long it's going to take for that to heal um if you're okay with that then absolutely by all means I would rather have Curry Kyler than Tua um but Tua I'm different than you. The concussions do concern me a lot. Um, coming into this year, I was a big Tua guy. As soon as they signed Tyreek, I tried to get Tua everywhere. Um, for a while, that was a great idea. And then once he started getting hurt towards the end of the season, um, didn't really pan out that well. But it's like you said, that, that offense with Tyreek Waddle, if they use Gasicki, we could throw him in there too. But unfortunately, they didn't use him. Yeah, he's going to walk, yeah. Yeah. I think that it's like you said, if you don't care about the concussions, this was also a, a, a great pick. Um, but for me, the concussions do scare me. Um, so, all right. So let me, let me put all of your minds to ease with the concussions. All right. Tua is taking jujitsu in the off season to learn how to fall and not bang his head on the turf. That, that is my biggest thing. Every time I see him get a concussion, I watch the film, and he just falls and slaps his head. I'm like, mm-hmm. what are so you good. doing? So we're good. He's he's going to learn from, like, the Gracie brothers, Swiss Gracie, I guess, and he's going to be good. If, we're all if set. That's, yeah, if, if that's the case. Will solve everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mike, what do you think about the Kyler pick there? You know, I – honestly, I, I think the Cardinals might be – one of, if not the worst team uh, next season. Really? I think, okay. I think it's going to be an absolute dumpster fire with Gannon there. Uh, <laughs> and I, it, it's just nothing I want anything to do with. Like, you know, Hopkins is getting traded. Um, what on earth is going to be there that's even enticing? And then, well, you know Hollywood. how – Yeah, I mean, Hollywood, I guess. Um McBride. But, but you know how ta- you know how Kyler gets in his little pouty pout fit. I just – I just don't like the player attitude. Um, mm-hmm. Never have. Can't deny the talent, but um, I just want nothing to do with Kyler, to be completely honest. And it, in an offense that I don't think is going to be very fantastic around him, I just I just want no part of that. I get the value of it there, um, you know, and maybe if he goes on a, on a streak when he comes back from his injury, I'd try to sell high, but I just want nothing to do with Kyler. Mm-hmm. I, I See, I would make these picks with just – it, I'm, I'm going to get my two young quarterbacks. I'm probably not going to make the playoffs. I have a high pick next year, and I'm I'm going to keep in mind those two picks with the rest of my draft, right? Yeah, so smart. I'm probably going to stay away from older vets. For the rest smart, of smart. With, with this build. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But it's it, it's definitely high risk, um, but with it comes high upside. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, cool. So let's re before we go to the second round. I did take one in the second round, but before we move on, let's recap the first round. We have Mahomes and Josh Allen obviously going one and two. Jalen Hurts was third. Burrow was four. Um, 
you know, we, we had those guys interchangeable between the three of us. Uh, <clears throat> Trevor Lawrence went five and Herbert went six. Um, and then the first non-quarterbacks came off the board, seven and eight, are Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Lamar Jackson goes nine. Dak Prescott, 10. Fields, 11. Tyler, 12. And then 201 is Tua. One thing I want to just show real quick in the chat. Uh, Brian Ford says, uh, unpopular opinion right now, uh, SF draft should start with 10 to 11 straight quarterbacks. No J. Jeff or Chase until they're gone. So I understand the philosophy there is, you know, you have to have, you know, quarterbacks go off the board fast and you have to have a top quarterback, but I have no problem building around one of those two players and, and figuring quarterback out. I feel like in a, in a, in any kind of draft, deep draft, 12 team draft, you're going to have a position that doesn't go the way you want it. And you're going to be chasing it at the end of the end of the draft or into the next year, or maybe you're always going to be chasing it. So as long as I'm getting a premium player in the first round, a player that I know is a cornerstone that I can build my, my franchise around, you know, at seven and eight, I'm fine with that. What you guys have any opinions? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally yeah. fine with it. I mean, those are two key cornerstones you're going to have for a long time. And you can always, and you can always trade one of them for a quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, cool, cool. Ready for round two? Absolutely. Yep. All right, Mike, you're up. No, I think it's Austin technically, right? If we, are we going backwards like that was oh, our team? Right. Or? Yeah, you're right. So. you're right. Yeah, it is Austin. Okay. Um, then here, I think I'm going to take the 101, uh, which I'll turn it to Bajan. Right. And the only reason I do that, I've noticed that if I wait any longer um, in startups when, uh, around the turn, I like the 202, which is where this is, um, I typically don't get them. Um, is he my, my, um, uh, RB one? No, but I think he will eventually prove everyone wrong um, unless you do have him as your RB one. So I just think landing spot does matter, but with a talent like his, I just think you can make an argument that he already is the one-on-one despite landing spot. Okay. Right on. Uh, what do you think about that? Mike? No, I mean, I get it. It's a it's a bold move. I'm I'm really just I'm really curious to see how high he goes. We haven't really seen, I guess, since Najee is Najee's one of the most recently highest RBs to go. I guess in the first round. So I'm curious to see how high Bijan goes. Yeah, um, and Najee Najee was in the early 20s, right? So, um, yeah, Josh you know, was bef- before yeah, that, I, guess. I know, but that, I mean, what that was four years ago now, so. Um, just with, I feel like how teams have started viewing running back lately, it'll be kind of interesting to see, uh, what kind of investments put into it. So, um, I dig it, but it's, it's bold. All All right. right. All right. Cool. All right. You're up, Mike. Yeah. I'm going to put Watson with, with Dak here. I think, uh, two solid, I mean, Watson was going around here last year after not playing football, obviously didn't look great. Um, last year, but I don't know. I think I think he's got a lot to prove, and um, 
there's a lot more going around where he's not going to be under the microscope all summer uh, with what's going on. His stuff is over. He's just playing football again. Um, as long as he keeps his nose clean, I, th- I think it can be a bounce back season for Deshaun for sure. So. Yeah, I think that's a great move. I, it's a no brainer. Best quarterback left on the board and, and pretty much the last quarterback, in my opinion, that isn't scary as hell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I, all right, so I'm up here. Um, I'd have considered B. John here if A.J. wasn't on the board. If B. John was here, A.J. wasn't on the board, I'd consider him. I, uh, For me, um, A.J. Brown is – I had I had thoughts about taking him at, at 112 or 201. So to get him at 204, I'm ecstatic. Oh, AJ Brown is like I said, my my wide receiver three. Uh, yeah, a stud in a stud offense. The man is always open. Yes, yeah. stay in Philly. Any any arguments? Any pushback on that? Is there a quarterback you guys would take over him here? No, definitely not for me. Uh, you take Trey Lance, you're staring the devil right in the face. Yeah, yeah, no, not even close. I mean. Obviously, a quarterback might go up one in the draft, so I could see an argument for one or two here, mm-hmm. um, depending. Do you know just to see? But um, no, yeah, AJ Brown. I, I mean, I, I could see an argument between AJ and CD, I guess. Um, but but yeah, I have nothing against it. So, what about run, what what about just let's talk about running back versus wide receiver real quick. Memphis says draft running backs trade for wide receivers. I understand that it's positional scarcity, but they don't last as long. They get hurt more often there. It's a pain in the ass position to build around. You know, if you listen to Jerry on the same podcast, he, he likes to build around wide receivers. Do you guys have any philosophy or is it, or is it just the specific players? It, for me, it, it changes and obviously it's draft dependent, but I think, what we're seeing now is, you know, obviously this is an interesting RB class, so we're going to see what happens with the young guys. But all of the top RBs last year were what can, were considered old guys by dynasty community standards, right? We got Austin Eckler. We got Christian McCaffrey. And because they're old, I think they're going to be pushed down dynasty draft boards significantly so because of that i would rather go younger wide receiver early and then get you know some of the old guys you know later even you know even a, a james connor or a I, I don't know i just feel like there's so much out there like you know we we still haven't had breeze go and we're in the middle of the second round um you got you know upside guys like javante that are still out there right and, sure um there's, there's, there's just so much with the running back and so much can always happen. And you, and it's easily replaceable. I feel like more than elite wide receivers. Okay. So I, I'll, I will also throw in that uh, wide receivers just play longer. Yeah, definitely. And, and the perception that they will play longer is there, right? A 27 year old wide receiver is way more easy to trade than a 27 year old running back. Absolutely. Do you have any more when it comes to that, Austin? Um, I, I feel like for me, it, it's kind of starting to change as I learn more and more about Dynasty and how it works. I mean, I've only been playing five years, so I'm not an expert by any means. 
I would just rather have a solid quarterback, a solid running back, and then filter in wide receivers. I know that's probably not a great thing to do. On the other hand, maybe it is. The only reason I <laughs> there's more wide receivers to be had. That that's that was going to be my point. Like if you have like a, a cornerstone running back like Brees, Jonathan Taylor, Kenneth Walker, Bajan, you know that in that offense it's them. Yeah. Whereas, and I'm not I'm not saying anything wrong about the Eagles or anything, but like if you take AJ Brown, he has to compete with uh, Devonta, uh, Goddard, um. And even hurts technically, but I mean, three down back so, pretty rare if you can get one. Yeah, that, that's that's kind of my point. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather just have a guy where I can depend on every week and just keep him in my, in my lineup every week. It doesn't matter who they're playing or anything like that. Um, but like you said, the window for running backs for me, at least, as soon as they turn twenty six, they're gone. Unless mm-hmm. I know I can win again next year with them. Um, but wide receivers, I mean, you have from their rookie year till they're like 30. Um, so obviously they can last on your team longer, but it, it's it's all up to preference. And I think right now my preference is having a stud running back instead of a stud wide receiver. Like just just for context, right? So the only running back that was under 24 years old um, was Kenneth Walker, who ended at the RB18. You know, and obviously injury has a lot to play with that, but it's the running back room. Like there's injuries every year. So, but everyone was 24 or older. You know, you're talking about Eckler, McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, Henry, Saquon, Chubb, even Ramadre Stevenson, Tony Pollard. Like all these guys are, you know, older assets. Mm. These these are the guys I'd be targeting in the dynasty, you know, for the four to six round range. I think when I'm trying to round out my running back core, that's still get fair. Still get decent production. Okay. Right on. All right, Austin, you're up. You took Jamar Chase with this team in the first round. Um, yeah, see, I could do the one Oh two and get a quarterback because all these other quarterbacks don't really, I mean, Trey Lance is probably the highest that's up here right now. Um, and I don't want anything to do with him yet. So do I do a running back? Let's, let's do a wide receiver here. And I'm going to take CD lamb who I have above AJ Brown. Um, the only reason I'm taking him or let me rephrase that. The only reason I have him above A.J. Brown is that it's kind of like we, what we talked about with Dak. Dak really seems like recently, as he gets older especially, he, he doesn't like to run the ball. So they usually depend on passing the ball when it comes to him. And if you look at their offense, um, it's really C.D. for me, and there's no one else. You could count Dalton Schultz, but there's rumors of him getting um, either released or franchise tagged. I think it'd be dumb if they let him go because I, I I am high on Schultz, um, but in in their offensive scheme, I'd rather have CD Lane instead of any other running back yet. All right, so we had this conversation in the in the DWZ chat earlier today. I was firmly on AJ Brown's side. Everybody knows that. 
um, the numbers. Uh, AJ Brown had 88 catches for 1,496 yards, 1,500 yards, 11 touchdowns. Mm -hmm. CD Lamb. Uh, 107 receptions, so more catches, 1,359 yards, 159 less yards, and two less touchdowns at night. So fairly comparable numbers. Mm. Um, he didn't have Dak the whole season either. Yeah, well, A.J. Brown didn't have Jalen Hurts the whole season either. Gardner Minshew started two games. Two games, yeah. So Dak missed two or three? Three, I he think. Missed over, no, it was more than that. It wasn't a four. I was going to say four or five with, with four or uh, five, yeah. With uh, okay. I can't remember his name. Yeah, uh, Cooper Rush. Cooper there you Rush. go. Yeah. Yeah, he missed one, two, three, four, five games. All right. Fair point. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that there, there's a giant difference between AJ Brown and CD Lamb. Um, mm -hmm. in the chat, it's like I said, I, I CD is I think two years younger than AJ Brown. I think, um, and to me, a dynasty age is is really important. That's kind of my whole thing about running backs. Like I said, I sell them at twenty six. Um, with wide receivers, it, it definitely is not that big of a deal to me. Like if I'm comparing a twenty three year old wide receiver to a twenty five year old wide receiver, mm. it's not really that much of a difference. Um, but if I have a chance to get arguably almost the, the the same production, but a younger wide receiver, I'd rather have that. Yeah. So. More targets, more catches, does less with them. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's whoever you like in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. All right. Uh, Mike, you're up. Yeah. So this is interesting here. I was hoping Lamb would fall to me. Um, this is my Justin Jefferson team, right? So, um, hmm. 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 You know, I'm, I'm trying to decide between Brees and Jonathan Taylor. I don't like the offenses for either. Um, I don't think – but obviously you can't deny the talent, right? So, you know, and if, if this was a real team of mine, I'd honestly probably go to 102 here, um, just starting with um, – if I started a wide receiver like this. So I'll say the 102. Right I'm not going to say who I take with that because I have no idea until you know draft day and combine and all that kind of. Well, you're assuming you'll get. But it. it would be one of the quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay. Right, so. I think that's consensus. Right. So I had to put, <laughs> I have to put in placeholders for these. I put in oh, I put in Carry On Johnson for Bijan. <laughs> <laughs> I just found Vincent Testaverde, actually. So this I'm going to put him in. Right. I guess. I didn't know that he had a kid. So, yeah, we're going to put Vincent Testaverde for the 102. Do you have a preference between those two guys? Mike? Between Kieran Johnson and... No, no. <laughs> and, and C.J. Stroud. Um, I'd, I'd probably go Bryce Young, personally. Okay. But, Interesting. Uh, what about you, uh, Austin? I'm, I'm definitely Stroud at, uh, at 102. Um you, it's kind of like Mahomes and Allen, like that argument, like they're one and the same. Um, but it's just, it's just um, uh, young size. He's too short. He doesn't weigh enough, in my opinion. 
that's why I have CJ CJ Stroud maybe like a little bit above him yeah. right now. But God, that like to me, Bryce Young's got outlier written all over him. That that's what an outlier looks like to me. I know it's a dangerous thing to do, but if an NFL team's willing to do it, yeah, yeah. So it it's going to depend. It's going to depend on what happens in the draft. Mm-hmm. I do have the one or two in a couple places, so I'm going to have to make that decision probably. Same. Same. Yeah. All right. What? Who would you have taken at, at seven? Do you have any problem with the one or two, Austin? Mm. If you don't have a quarterback, you know. Mm, no, I think I think that's a good idea. No, I, I like that pick actually. All right, well, I'm up. This team, this is team six. So Justin Herbert. There's no quarterback I'm taking here. Um, you know, Lance is the only one I would consider. I'm not taking Russ Cousins. They're too old, too too volatile. I mean, Cousins is good. He would be he or Daniel Jones is who who I would consider here. Um, Russ is too volatile volatile for his age for me to invest this high of a pick in him. You know I love him and I do think he'll bounce back with Sean Payton, but you'd be a sucker to take him here. I'm taking Jonathan Taylor. He's the best best talent left on the board. They still have a stud offensive line, and uh, I don't know. I'm going to bet that Shane Steichen knows how to use him. I agree. You know, yeah. what I, I mean, Mike, you were going to take him with the last pick, probably. You know, you're against the room with the last pick, so you probably wouldn't argue with us if you already have a quarterback, right? No. Yeah. No, totally get it. All right. Cool. 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 All right. Austin, you're up. You took Trevor Lawrence in the first. I think I'm not going to take a rookie pick. Um, it's still too early to take tight end, even in the tight end premium. I think I'm gonna go Jalen Waddle here. All right. Yeah. yeah. That, Next on my board as well. Waddle. Double play with Jalen Waddle. Um. I don't know really what to say about him. Obviously, he's young. He's great. The only thing that concerns me is the same reason that concerns me with Tua is that if he doesn't have a competent quarterback throwing in the ball, obviously there's going to be a step down stat wise. So it, it is hard to take him there, but I mean, you can't deny his talent. Hopefully, they hopefully Tua comes back healthy. But if not, mm-hmm. hopefully they get someone there that is competent enough to throw in the ball. I mean, Tua's healthy right now. Right. Yeah. Um, He's good. Yeah. <laughs> we covered this. Yeah. But, I mean, even in, in that offense, even with Tyreek on the other side of him, it's, it's a lot like Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown. They, they both still produce. So, I have no issue with Waddle here. Yeah. Cool, yeah. I'm, that's the next player on the board for me. What about you, Mike? Um, yeah, I, I got no issue with it. This, <laughs> this is where I feel like a lot of them kind of melt together because you got your high producers at an old age and you got your – Young, good producers, you know, but that are young. So <laughs> it's really a pick your poison kind of thing. All right. Well, you're up. Who's your poison? Um, is this with my borough team? Yeah, this is borough team. Hmm. <laughs> um, I think with this one, I'd probably go Brees. 
Okay. Yeah. Here. Um, yeah. And then there are a lot of wide receivers I like kind of in this tier on the way back. You know, if I really am thinking I'm competing, you got, you know, Tyreek, Diggs, and even Cup, and some of those older guys, if I want to go for it all, um, mm-hmm. maybe on the way back in the third round. So I like it. Yeah. Uh, this is. Especially if Rodgers goes there, I think it make the offense a lot better. Yeah. Just more touchdowns for Brees. This is really tough for me. Really, really tough for me. Um, players that I'll consider here, because there's, there's a ton of players you can consider here. Um, for, if you just wanted hammer production, you know, Diggs, Cup, that, that's a thought. I'm close enough to the top of the draft with Team 4. Or, I'm sorry, Team 3. I have Hurts. I think, yeah, one of those guys will probably drop to me or another player that I like that's high production that's a little older. So I'm still probably going to stay young. Um, <clears throat> players I consider here, McCaffrey, arguably my wide receiver, I mean my running back two or three. You know, even though he's at that age, he's 26, he's shown he gets hurt a lot. His, you can't even handcuff him because Elijah Mitchell can't make it through a whole game. Yeah. So like, <laughs> you know, you're gonna triple handcuff him. It's a little tough to take to take McCaffrey here, in my opinion. Um, Saquon is absolutely a consideration. Um, elite production. He's 26 as well, and shown that he can get hurt at any moment, as a, as can any player, especially a running back. I mean, it, it's really tough. You can consider Kelsey here if you want to go for it all. You know, this is tight end premium. You might want to consider what your tight, what your premium is, right? If it's a half point premium, less of a consideration. If it's a full point premium, you have to consider Kelsey here. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm not going to do it though. Um, there's a couple wide receivers that just really, really excite me. I'm going to – there's a bunch of wide receivers that really excite me here. You could go DK. Um, I guess his his production is just a tier, you know, maybe third tier in my opinion, so I, I don't really want to do that either. I'm going to go Tyreek Hill because I think that he is pretty much – on the cup digs level, but you're getting two years, right? So I don't have to invest in a 30 year old. I can invest in a 28 year old. The only, the only question there is, you know, with, with his skill set, when it goes, does it go all at once? You know, if he loses a step, is he just like unplayable yeah. at that point? I don't know, but I, I'm going to bet that he's got a, a two or three years left at him and, um, and, and ride it. Pretty volatile, volatile team with Hertz and, and Tyreek, but it's also really freaking explosive. Yeah. yeah. So, cool. yeah, I, I, I'm going uh, with this team. I'm going to want to win. You know, I've got an elite asset, and rather than go with the 30 year old, I'm just going to yeah. That's pretty much my my line of thinking there. I'm just going to gain years and 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 you know go with the production. No argument here. Okay. Right on. All right, Austin, you're up, team two. I think um, – I don't think this guy's going to make it back to me, so I'm going to do Kenneth Walker right here. All right, good pick. I thought about um, it for a second, hot second. 
Yeah, for me, Kenneth Walker is probably my RB3 right behind Jonathan Taylor. And if you count Bijan, he's number one. Um, I just like Kenneth Walker a lot. I think he put up, I think it was like uh, 1,050 yards this year. So as a rookie, that's nothing to be ashamed about, obviously. Um, I think that Rashad Penny, after he got hurt, is definitely not coming back because he was he's uh, his contract expired. Um, I think that uh, I can't remember their coach. Wow, whoever their coach is, Carol. Yeah, there you go. I think that he really knows how to use him, um, and he's just a big bruiser, and that, that's what I like in my running back. So I'm going to go Kenneth Walker here. I can't argue with that. Um, I have. Yeah, I have Gibbs neck and neck with him as far as talent. Yeah. We don't have a Gibbs landing spot, though. And right. Seattle's an elite landing spot for a running back. So, yeah. I do have Walker above Gibbs, but like, I also feel like it can come back to me. Like the 103 or 104, I can yeah. get, you know, at the top of the third round. Um, it's kind of why I didn't take Walker, but. Bottom of the second round, cornerstone running back. Solid pick, in my opinion. Mike, what do you think? No, I like it. Um, yeah. I think this makes it unfair to whoever gets the 101 to be able to, <laughs> if there's no third round reversal, though, to be able to get two picks here. I think you can get some really elite assets. Yeah, that's true. Why don't you make two picks and then we'll end up? Um, so. One thing I would be thinking about is obviously pairing Kelsey with Mahomes. I feel like that could just give you such a huge advantage depending on the tight end premium here. Yeah, I was, let's say it's 1.75. Yeah, um, even then, absolutely. I'd, I'd take I'd take Kelsey right here. Um, I was big on getting Kelsey last year when Tyreek left town. That paid off pretty well in a lot of championships. So um, I'd probably go Kelsey. Um, and then the other debate would be probably between uh, like Christian McCaffrey or Stefan Diggs. So um, I'd probably say McCaffrey here, to be honest. And this would be like a full win now kind of. God, that's a kind of build team. That's why I believe in third round reversals. Cause like to have a Mahomes, Kelsey McCaffrey, like could really put you above on a point per game level. So yeah, you don't have a second quarterback. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. But I don't think anybody I mean, likes a whole lot of what's coming. So, um, you sure. know, I feel like getting us, you know, maybe a Stafford or a Russ and somebody that could bounce back uh, later is is certainly possible as well. Sure. With how much talent there still is at running back, wide receiver. And we still got tight ends like Pitts and Andrews and, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff that would definitely go before it got back to me at yeah. the first pick. So, cool. Yeah. I, I can't argue with those picks. That's scary as hell. That team yeah. want to face them at all. Yeah. So yeah, might as well just try to win it. Yeah. Yep. All right. So let's recap the second round. We had Tua at two hundred one, uh, Bijan Robinson at two hundred two. I'm sorry, one hundred one <laughs> at two hundred two. Uh, Deshaun Watson at two hundred three. AJ Brown at two hundred four. CD Lamb at two hundred five. Vincent Testaverde at 207, which is the 102. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor at 207. Jalen Waddle at 208. Reese Hall at 209. Tyree Kill at 210. Kenneth Walker at 211. 
Travis Kelsey at 212, and then McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey at 301. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. I mean, it's a good argument for a third-round reversal. Yeah. All right, guys, any picks in this round that you take exception with or you think weren't really in line? No. There's just, there, there's just a lot of good talent, right? So I feel like if I was in a, you know, if, if I was actually in this draft, right, if I didn't have, well, one of the top, like, nine picks that we talk about, if I can get a couple, you know, another third or something like that um, and be able to move back in the second, I would totally be okay doing that third yeah. or fourth. There's just a lot of really good talent still there. Yeah. Um, if you don't get one of the stud QBs or stud wide receivers, in my opinion. So. No, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Anything, any, any, uh, any amazing values that you see in this? Like anything that stands out to you as a value in this round? Uh. I think, to be honest with you, it looks like everything is kind of going how I would assume it would go. I mean, there's no really outlier great teams besides um, the, the first team, Mahomes, Kelsey, and CMC. Um, I didn't look at any ADP before we started, so mm-hmm. I, I really don't have anything to compare this to. I'm just going out of my brain. Yeah. Um, players? All right, so I'll start. Top three players for you that didn't get drafted. Uh, non-quarterbacks, right? Me would be Devontae Smith, Amon Bra, St. Brown. I'm just kind of enamored with both of those guys now. Would love to have them both on my team. And DK. I think those are the three um, that that I think that I would have considered most heavily over any of the guys that I took. How about you, Mike? Um, I think just to change it up, I would probably say um Diggs, Cup, and Eckler. Okay. Um, mainly yeah. because we've seen Eckler do it two years in a row, and we know he's kind of a freak athlete and not a lot of tread on the tire. So I don't see why he couldn't do it again, right? So yeah. um and he loves fantasy football. He loves scoring points for his uh yeah, that's true. For his constituents. So <laughs> I have a lot of Eckler and have enjoyed it. Right. <laughs> How about you, Austin? I think again I'm gonna change it up. Uh my three would probably be um, Wilson, Pitts, and ETM. Um, I mean, Zach Wilson, no, no, uh, yeah, yeah, Garrett Wilson. Sorry, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, Garrett, I'm sorry, what, which Garrett Wilson? Yeah, I, I should have said that. It's my bad. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I think he played really well this year. Um, he won, well, didn't he win? Um, offensive, uh, offensive rookie of the year, yeah, yeah, he's a stud, yeah. Uh, so for, for that, it's either. Uh, Chris Olave or Wilson, um, you could flip flop them. But mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts, I mean, his rookie year was was pretty good. His sophomore year was not good at all. He did get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he, he's still young. He, he's built honestly like like a wide receiver. Um, yeah, yeah, big wide receiver. Yeah, big slot. Yeah, and then Etn. I mean, I, I know he kind of fell off a little bit at the end, um, but in the middle of the season, I was really happy that I took him. Uh, and, and one of my startups, I think that in that Jaguars offense, um, and it's kind of funny we say that in that offense that they're decent now, I think that, that he can really continue producing. Can't argue with that. That's the young crowd. Love yeah. all those players as well. Yeah, like you said, Mike, There's the talent is so deep. This has got 
giving me the itch. Yeah, the itch to do I'm, wait, I'm waiting for you to fill your your uh, league you started because oh, the startup I'm doing. Oh, is it okay? It's filled actually, so I am starting okay. a league this year, but it's okay. filled. Um, I just we're not gonna we're not gonna do the startup until after, after the, the NFL draft and stuff. Okay. So, um, uh, some of the guys are like personal friends of mine and um, family members and. I just I'm waiting to get them on the site. Yeah, that works. Anyway, awesome. So I think we figured out some player values here. Um, keep in mind um, when you're making trades, uh, what their ADP is in startups. It can be a really valuable tool. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of why we we did this exercise tonight. Austin, thank you so much for joining us, man. It's amazing to have you in the in the Patreon, and it was really great to have you on the podcast. Was this your first ever podcast? Uh, I, I've done some in the past, but nothing like this. Okay, right on. All right, well, uh, really liked having you, and we're definitely going to have you back. We uh, we do a draft spectacular okay. Friday, uh, day two of the draft. It's like a four- or five-hour um, mega podcast, so we'd love to have you on then, if not sooner. Cool. I would love to come back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Good to meet you, Austin. You too. Mike, so good to see you, man. It's been so long. I know, yeah, I know. It's been great just adjusting to the new house. And yeah, I was about to ask you, how's the new house? Everything, everything you expected it to be? You designed it, right? It's good, yeah. My, I mean, my wife mostly did, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's good. I got my whole little setup. Uh, wife let me get a new TV, so big one's out in the living room. This is the old one. Is now the gaming TV, and I'm waiting for Hogwarts Legacy to come out for... Uh, <laughs> Xbox mm. One because I'm a I don't have a new system so it's killing me. But, <laughs> okay, right on. You let the kids play that with you, or is it just you? Um, yeah, I let them play. I gotta be honest, I don't play games very much at all. Yeah, I hear you. I have no time. Um, but yeah, no house is house is coming together, so it'll be good. Awesome, awesome. Right on. Yeah. Well, we will be back next week, same time, uh, same station on your Victrola. You just gotta wind the. It's the same joke I used on Dynasty. <laughs> but as I told Brian Ford, I'm going to a little plug for my other podcast, Dynasty Fever. As I told him, Dynasty Fever is just a warm-up for Dynasty War Games. Right? So <laughs> join us next week, 10 o'clock on Sundays, and then we will be out on the Dynasty Warzone Network, the greatest Dynasty Network on the planet. We're giving away free teams. Um, we're giving discounts to the Patreon. We've got awesome people like Austin in there chatting. So come join us. Um, I guess that's it, Mike. Um, do you think? Do you think we could go all night? Uh, I think we could, and that's definitely what she said. Nice. <laughs> when we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing. game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak